Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast with Rob Schellenberger. I'm your host, Jamie, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you transform your life and achieve results that otherwise would have seemed difficult or even impossible. Each episode is a mini training where you'll learn how to achieve extraordinary success. Rob is a best-selling author, former F-16 fighter pilot, Air Force One advanced agent, world-renowned keynote speaker and corporate trainer who's trained Fortune 500 companies around the world, executive coach, father of four children, and the CEO of Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, Mr. Rob Schellenberger. All right, welcome to all our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you might be in the world, <laughs> which is truly all over the world. So we're excited that you're a part of this. And really, this podcast, I hope, will be a monumental moment, even though it's going to be short, you know, 12 to 13 minutes, somewhere in that range. We'll see how it ends up. What you are a part of, by virtue of be, you being on this podcast, you've either been to a seminar, you've read the book, you're a part of a growing movement of people who are striving to become their best. And it was just last week, we sat down as a, as a team and started talking about, well, what does this movement of becoming your best really mean? And we developed a manifesto. And this is something that you all are a part of. And so I wanted to share it with you. So that we are all doing this together. That this is truly a becoming your best movement wherever you're at. Whether it's the Pacific Northwest, the East Coast, Philippines, Rwanda, Russia. It doesn't matter. And that is this. It's not just being a leader. It's being a BYB leader. And there's a big difference between those two. There's organizations right now. They're assessing each other and they're, they ask, hey, are you being a leader or a BYB leader? And so what is this movement? Well, BYB leaders are a new breed of leaders who are no longer satisfied with mediocrity. BYB leaders strive daily to be their very best in each area of their life and treat others right along the way. BYB leaders are committed to excellence and they find a way to do the impossible. BYB leaders are confident, optimistic, and determined to make a positive difference in their homes, schools, organizations, and really around the world. Negativity, pessimism, and complaining have no part in their lives. BYB leaders know that they don't have to compromise their personal life or family to be successful. And we, you and I, are a part of this becoming your best family. We are BYB leaders. Now, what does this mean to you this week? And I'm going to share a very specific thing that you can do at the end of this podcast. And why, why this podcast? Well, interestingly, in the last few weeks, I've had two separate conversations with what would be considered very successful CEOs, at least from the outside looking in. And privately, both of them commented that they feel out of balance, that they've lost that inner spark, that there's a disconnect in their life. And you think about what a BYB leader does. A BYB leader leads with a vision. They manage with a plan. They prioritize their time to stay focused on what matters most. They live the golden rule in business and life. They innovate through imagination. They live in peace and balance. They never give up. Well, I thought of these leaders and thought, how does that happen over and over? Because when a person patterns their life and team around the 12 principles, it's like holding a pen in the air and dropping it. 100 out of 100 times, that pen will fall. The 12 principles have the same impact. These are the things that great leaders do that lead to great results consistently every single time. And so I really wanted to focus this particular podcast on principle number five, live the golden rule in business and life. Now, when doing seminars with organizations, what does this principle mean? It's often focused on the customer experience. In other words, how does a, cus a company 
improve the customer experience? How does it improve its culture that goes along with it, which has a huge tie to profitability, as some of you have heard on other podcasts? Companies that prioritize the customer experience will realize 60% higher profits than their competitors. So it's a huge deal in an organization. Rather than focus on that aspect of it, though, I want to shift the lens to each one of us individually. And as I was in the shower this morning where some of the best ideas tend to come, this thought came. And it was that when you find yourself serving others, you will find yourself. And as I've looked at my own life, some of the times where I feel, felt you know, more disconnected and felt that feeling, it's when I'm not serving others. So think about this. Focus on serving others. And when you do, let's look back through history at some of the great names that you'll recognize. Not the tyrants, not Hitler, not some of these other folks like that. Look at some of the people through history who are revered as heroes and leaders. And in most cases, their focus wasn't on themselves, it was on others. Think about George Washington. And if you're familiar with his background in history, you know that he was a servant leader. Lincoln, he was always concerned about the troops, the people. He was going against his advisor's counsel. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he would go out and meet the troops in the rain. It didn't matter. Christ, of course. Nelson Mandela, Gandhi. These are people who generally had an outward focus on other people. And here's what's ironic and interesting about this, and, and it's part of our upcoming research. And it's how people perceive themselves versus how others perceive them. And what we've already seen is there's a big discongruence in how we view ourselves versus how other people view us. And that's interesting <laughs> because oftentimes we think, yeah, we're pretty good to go in this area where others may not feel that way. And there's actually maybe a huge deficiency in a particular area. In any case, almost always, when someone feels out of congruence, when someone's feeling like they've lost that spark, I have found that if they will shift the focus back to serving others, that it changes everything. Now, the challenge is that sounds easy, but the truth is that each one of us gets into a routine, and that's when it invites complacency to set into our lives. And it's not easy to break that complacency loop, to get out of a routine that on some hands might be good, on other hands might be really keeping us back from what our better and best look like. Settling into a good routine is fine if we're constantly looking for better and best. So how do you break out of that routine to start to focus on others? Well, let me give you three questions that you can think about. And then I'm going to share with you a story of, of, of someone that I've watched over the years as this has unfolded that has really impacted my life. And in fact, we're going to invite him onto a podcast here in the next few weeks. So here are three questions that you can look at in your own life to break you out of the routine and start to shift the focus to others, away from yourself. And not that it's bad to focus on yourself. That's important. I'm not saying not to do that. In fact, pre-planning, as you know, the very most important role is personal. What can you do to take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? The challenge is, is that many times the focus gets too much on ourselves. It's too much of an inward focus. And real joy tends to come from serving others and looking for those. So here are three questions to ask yourself on how to break out of a routine. Number one, what's something you could get involved in to help others? Maybe that's something in your local community. I mean, town council, as fun as that and exciting as that might be, uh, there are a lot of different things you could do. So what's something you could get involved in to help others? Maybe it's a part of a cause. Maybe it's part of a, a charitable organization. Number two, what's something you could do in the workplace to be transformational? Most people are used to coming in, they go through the routine, and they do the things they quote-unquote have to do throughout the day. Pre-week planning should clearly help us to be thinking differently. 
What's something you could do inside your organization to be transformational? Think about that and really brainstorm it. I bet you come up with some pretty cool ideas, and almost all of them should be outward-focused with no hidden agenda of inwardly saying, look how great we are. No, truly think of what could you do to lift someone else or to make a difference without any hidden agenda. Number three, how can you make a difference, maybe even within your own family? And notice how open-ended that question is. How can you make a difference? I didn't say in someone else's life. I didn't say in the community, in the world. You know, maybe in your own family is a starting point, but how can you make a difference? Put your pen on paper and see what comes to your mind. It's amazing what happens when you actually start thinking about those questions. And watch the happiness that flows into your life as you start to shift that focus outward. It's amazing how much that actually impacts each one of us. Now, let me just share a story about this, what sparked this whole thought in the first place. In the, in the first place. Think about a BYB leader. What is a BYB leader? It's someone who patterns their life around the 12 principles. What's the impact? They're predictable. They transcend culture. They transcend time. And the example of that is Ryan. And if you want to look a little bit more into this, look for Ryan's well. And you'll see all kinds of stories come up. He was on Oprah years ago. And I'll just give you the nutshell background on Ryan's well and how this applies to you. So at seven years old, approximately, he was in first grade. His teacher started talking about Africa and how these kids and families are without water in Africa. And for just $70, they could build a well. Well, this inspired Ryan. He had a vision, and he said, I want to build a well in Africa. And so he went home, and he talked with his parents and told them what he wanted to do, and they were on board. They were excited for him. Well, after four months, he raised the $70. He was so excited. Well, the truth of it, when it actually came time to figure out how to build the well, the truth was it took $2,000, not seventy. Undeterred, he went back to his vision, and instead of quitting and laying down, he raised the $2,000 to build the first well. Interestingly enough, he didn't stop there. That year, he raised more than $200,000 to build wells in Africa. This is a young boy we're talking about, a young boy Think of how the principles apply, who has a vision. He had a plan. He started going to different organizations, Rotary Club and others, uh, sharing his vision and then asking for donations. Here he is raising $200,000. He went on to Oprah, and then Oprah had him back a few years later at 12 years old-ish, right around that age. By that point, he had then raised $700,000. This is the power of someone with a vision. It's the power of someone with a plan who's innovating through imagination how they can do something to solve a problem that they saw, even as a young boy. Well, fast forward all these years later. I just went to his website a few minutes ago. They have now brought clean water to almost 900,000 people in Africa. He's now either in college or just graduating from college. So this has now been more than a decade, several years that he's been working on this. Because of his vision, because of his impact and how he is thinking, whether he knows it or not, like a BYB leader, he has literally impacted hundreds of thousands of lives in Africa. Now, for all of us, is it going to be that dramatic? Maybe, maybe not. It's only when we start asking those questions, though, does it open up a window of possibilities in your life. What's something you could get involved in to help others? What's something you could do in the workplace to be transformational? How can you make a difference? Once we start opening the doors to those questions, possibilities start showing up. I was so impacted by Ryan's story that I gathered my kids around the screen last night on our computer, and I wanted them to watch his five-minute clip of him being on Oprah. Now, my children are 15, 12, 9, and 7, and this is to illustrate that one person can 
make a difference, whether it's in your own life, your home, community, and sometimes throughout the world, in Ryan's case. My kids looked at that, and they were like, seven years old? He did that? At 12 years old, 700,000? They started to have sparks of ideas. Now, this is just the beginning. You know, we got to foster that because we're fighting a world of programming and mediocrity. And that's why this Becoming Your Best movement is so impactful. And so I invite you to ask those three questions. If you ever feel like you're in a rut, remember, find yourself serving others and you'll find yourself. You can, it doesn't mean, you know, you have to hang up your job and move to Hawaii and, <laughs> and change everything. No, just find a way that you can make a difference. Maybe it's something small. Maybe it's something big. We just don't know. But it's when we start opening the door of possibilities that the answers will come. So what is one thing you can do right now as part of this movement, as a BYB leader, to share with others? We created a, a simple go-to page called the 5minuteleadershipmakeover.com. You can either type in the number five or spell it out in the word, 5minuteleadershipmakeover.com. What I invite you to do as part of this movement is to be a catalyst for someone else. There are people out there that are running around in chaos that don't have the process of pre-week planning that you have. They don't know about the 12 principles. They don't know how to develop a vision or put together a plan. Maybe some do, but some of the other principles in their life aren't quite centered. And so this is the beginning of you being a catalyst. What they'll get when you share the five-minute leadership makeover are three free videos. So there's no strings attached. It's something that's free for them. You share the link. They get three free videos that help get them started. The first one introduces them to the 12 principles and pre-week planning as a start so that they can focus on what matters most in their lives and bring order into a chaotic world. And then they'll get a video about how to create a rhythm inside their life and with their team if they're in a leadership position uh, impacting others. So very specifically, share the five-minute leadership makeover with a family member, with a friend, and start spreading the word of becoming your best. You become the catalyst. This isn't us. This isn't you. It's all of us together helping other people, shifting the focus outward. And so send them the link, five-minute leadership makeover, Get them started and then follow up. Ask them how it's been. Remember, a becoming your best leader, a BYB leader, is a new breed of leader who's no longer satisfied with mediocrity, that strives to be their very best, that's committed to excellence, that's confident, optimistic, and determined. They find a way to make a difference in other people's lives, and they don't have to compromise their personal life or family to be successful. And that's the message. Our good friend, Tara, in the Northwest, she's having some of her best months ever as she's leading her team. She wrote us an email the other day and said, uh, I have more energy than my team, than my teenagers. Our family has never been better. And she is a classic example of someone who is a BYB leader patterning her life and her team around the 12 principles and the results that come from it. And so this is the invitation to you. Send the five-minute leadership makeover out to someone else. Ask your own self those questions. And just like Ryan and Ryan's well, where can you make a difference? Whether it's in your home, whether it's in your personal life, your community, your business, how can you be transformational and make a difference? Well, that's part of becoming a BYB leader. We wish you a wonderful week wherever you're at in the world today. And next week's podcast, you don't want to miss that one. There's going to be a new tool to be shared with you there. In the meantime, let's go out there and have a terrific week. Wishing you a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Becoming Your Best podcast. Don't forget you can find more great episodes of the podcast at becomingyourbest.com forward slash podcast, along with great show notes, a full transcript of the episode, and all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Please share your comments and questions with us. We want to hear from you. 
The best way you can show your appreciation for our podcast is to leave an honest rating and review on iTunes. Now it's time for you to take action and truly start becoming your best. Remember, good, better, best, never let it rest until the good is better and the better is best.